This is a Rooster Teeth production. Did you know for a limited time, you can get a year of Rooster Teeth first for only $45. That's over 35% off. So you can enjoy this podcast and all our other great shows early and ad free. Plus, you can keep listening on whatever podcast platform you prefer. If you like that kind of thing, just head over to roosterteeth.com slash sign up. Use code first 45. That's first and the number four and the number five. Thanks. Salutations to all you angry, sorrow-sworn, drag-eared, duo-headed selves on into the stinky dragon, drink up our latest dram, Ripe Old Rage. It's a mixture of angry, tortured apple cider, hooked armoretto, cinnamon schnapp judgments, and orange juice with plenty of pulp. One taste of this hot-tempered hooch and you won't need to bottle up your feelings because we've done it for you. Previously, our adventurers found themselves at Mud's hometown of Bobayu battling a bad-smelling batch of amnesias. After slaughtering the slimy monsters and freeing Mud's brother Clay, they found their way to the towering citadel of Bramble Castle. There, the party was introduced to a dormant Lord Lomish, sorrowful Lady Sandra, and Mud's mentor, Shaman Seuss. Round up a refreshment, let's resume this aromatic adventure. forgot about shaman seuss i forgot about mud's mom (laughs) (laughs) sorry i don't know i should be bringing that energy into this episode i'm so sorry (laughs) what 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 cup of coffee is that for you blaine it's my first really cold brew yes i woke up at 9 40 on the dot got here perfectly on time even though i showered (laughs) you showered and drove here in 20 minutes that little jeep it looks like a piece no 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 that's not the part of the shower is what i'm wondering about falcon of jeeps Surely you remember Seuss. It hasn't been that long, has it? You used to follow her all around Bramble Castle. Never left her side, it seems. She taught you everything you know about the natural world and druidic arts, much to your father's chagrin. Is any of this ringing a bell? You hear a a voice from behind you ask, Does this jog your memory? And suddenly grass and vines and weeds burst from the ground, wrapping all around the furniture in the room. Then a frosty shard of ice whizzes past your head, shattering into a nearby wall in a thousand pieces, and you hear a faint wisp flutter behind you. A shroud of mist dissipates to reveal a dainty, wrinkled, shrimp-like humanoid in flaxen-colored robes standing at your waist. She slaps your butt. Well, aren't you going to slap your mentor's butt back? Do it. Yeah, Do I did. It. I did at the end of the last episode. You slapped your butt? Yeah. Didn't I? Maybe I didn't. I mean, she, I it. she gave consent. <laughs> <laughs> so you slap her butt. Sure. And as you slap her butt... Wait! Before we get too far past... That echoed in the room. (laughs) Is she a little shrimp? Like shrimp-like. Like like small and shrimpy. Okay. I'm asking because we just learned that Dr. Ahem is apparently dragonborn and none of us like... What? He's not a human? Oh my god. Okay. You, do you all not listen to the this flavor? Is, this, no, this, I knew this, this is, because we talked about it. This is the point I'm trying to make, is that we keep missing these descriptions of these characters, like, what they are. I, I think, like, even there was a long time before someone realized, I don't know who it was, that the pies are actually, like, praying mantis-style-looking. Yes. That took a while. Yeah, I, that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember weird. that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I it was Barb. <laughs> she told it herself. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I'm definitely admitting to that. It was also me. It's like, stop picturing actual pies. So, Ooh, blueberry. Mm, I'm, being a good, I'm, being, I'm being a good little student, and I'm trying to pick up on your very specific words. So to clarify, she looks like a short, shrimp-looking humanoid. So humanoid, but 
shrimp-like in appearance. Yeah. So I like, I like the like the crustaceous little bug. Because we're yeah. in the like, babaya. She, so she has like okay, okay. Things. The, 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 the babaya is a good connection. She's a crawfish. <laughs> if I ever did see one. <laughs> you kind, kind of like Ben. Ben makes a good example. Kind of like the pies are mantis humanoids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it makes. Similar thing. Ben also points out that he's literally shown you all photos of Doctor Ahem before. Like leading up to before you all not knowing doesn't that. matter doesn't matter. Oh no, he didn't. Uh, oh my god. Also now I want nothing more than uh, for Blaine to try his best Cajun accent <laughs> in front of my Micah's out of here. Oh, who is oh, Cajun. Cajun? Yeah, I would love to. I like how Micah's put all this work into the show, and we don't remember details that are important, especially about like his character. He's just like, I'm out, done. Okay, little little crawfish person. I slap their butt. Slap that butt. You oh. know what we need? We need Do a classroom. Butts? No. Oh my god. We need a classroom where we have all the imagery and all the stuff from everything. You know, what would actually be a good idea is if the listeners put together a wiki for us and collated all of this information. That way you all could reference (laughs) it. That'd be really cool. Do free labor. Do free (laughs) labor. (laughs) All right, you slap Seuss's uh, butt and then a flash of memories start fluttering through your mind. Mud, specifically, your surroundings blur for a moment and then refocus on the rushing sound of rain. You look down at your damp furry feet and they look smaller and less hairy. You look up and it appears you're standing outside in the rain with Seuss. You're surrounded by drooping willow trees and mossy logs with a swampy river running through it. Come on, Mud. Don't give up. Just close your eyes and sense the water all around you. In the air, the ground, on the trees, even inside of you. Channel that feeling and then shape the water into anything you want. Lose the falls. Roll a wisdom check, Mud. That's a one. <laughs> a ten, <laughs> ten. Wow. All right. So you rolled a ten. One plus your modifier is nine for a ten. You managed to successfully channel the energies to cast shape water and you begin molding the water in your environment around you. Uh, what do you want to make the water do? <clears throat> no. <laughs> there's lots of hand motion going of on. There's in this audio podcast of my co-stars <laughs> motioning towards inappropriate things. I, I wonder what they could have been. Anyways, he, he forms it into a butt. Oh, nice. Uh, like a, a nice big two-cheeked uh, yeah. full moon. Yeah. You can't hear it, but I'm doing a golf class. Something, something that, you know, he likes to slap those. So. Yeah. Your surroundings wash over you like raindrops and then refocus on the chiming of bells. You look down at your feet and they're wearing shoes. Dress shoes, to be more precise. You look up and see your fully grown self in a mirror. You're dressed in an elegant floral suit with a butterfly bow tie. You notice you're twiddling with something in your hand as a door opens in a corner of the room. Seuss walks in and says, Wow, you look nice. I know you're next in line for the throne and you'd make for a majestic ruler. But if this isn't what you want to do, Mud, then you don't have to take the crown, you know. I've seen how much you've grown in the druidic arts. You clearly have a passion and talent for it. If this is your calling, Mud, then I say, follow that dream. But it's your choice. Zeus holds open the door and a ray of moonlight pours into the room. She offers you a wrinkled smile. I'm acting all these things out for you. I am the wrinkled smile. <laughs> does she, does, I know we'll have, maybe it'll either be Gus's voice or if we get a cameo to do Seuss's voice. Mm-hmm. But I imagine it sounds a little like this. Because she's a little shrimpy shaman. I accept your audition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I make a mad dash for the door. 
you run through the door and your surroundings swirl once again and refocus back to the present in the royal chambers. You look down at your hand and find yourself fiddling with something. Seuss asks, What's it been, Mud? A year or so? My heart is overflowing with joy to see you once again, but also saddened at the circumstances of this reunion. And she turns and looks at Lord Lomish. Did we see that flashback? No. Okay. That was all in Mud's mind. I was going to ask if we could see that bow tie. I would like to bring that butterfly bow tie back. Uh, Make a perception check, uh, Kyborg. Perception check. Got it. All of a sudden, he's wearing a butterfly bow tie. Uh, that's a that's 11. Uh, in the corner of the room, you spot a chair with something draped over the back of it, and oh. it looks like a very nice uh, butterfly bow tie. <gasps> can I have that? <laughs> it's not, I don't, I, I, you do you. I, just, I, point, I point to that and I say, can I have that? <laughs> Who are you saying this to? I just point, point to, I'm assuming it's your, it's a giant neck sized bow tie, <laughs> so I'm assuming it's your neck. Yeah, I don't, I don't like ties. You could totally take it. <gasps> uh... I'm adding that to my inventory. What's the stats, <laughs> Micah? What does it do for me? Uh, it's a minus one to dexterity because uh, it's tight around your neck. It restricts the blood flow into your brain. You get a minus one on intelligence. Throw the grip, start stomping on me. No! <laughs> I'm too dexterous. <laughs> well, you said I'm fiddling something in my hand again. What am I fiddling with? You look and uh, you remember it's a ring with a bramble symbol. Okay. Yeah, it's not the best uh, reason to have come home, uh, but, you know, it's... Uh, Sometimes you don't have a choice and you have to come back and do this kind of stuff. But glad to see you, little shrimp ad- uh, professor. <laughs> shrimp professor. <laughs> she says, oh, uh, thank you. You can just call me Seuss. That's fine. <laughs> I think I'll stick with shrimp professor. I think that's better. Shaman, uh, shaman Seuss. Is, shrimp professor is a little lower on the list, but that's fine. <laughs> She's so sweet. <laughs> we are so glad to have you back in this trying time with your father. What's wrong with him? One month ago, Lord Lomish was swimming in the royal pond and came into contact with the first sighting of that yellowish slime we've come to call Amnusia. His skin turned a sickly yellow and he started losing his memories. But as the weeks passed, he eventually fell into this comatose state. I can do a medicine check if you want. Yeah, why not? Go for <laughs> it. Go for it. I want all the checks. Kyborg girls up his sleeve. Maybe you'll heal him. All right, here we go. <clears throat> You've got this bow tie on. You're feeling extra confident now. It's a three. <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> like, he murders the king. If you were in like a hospital setting, you'd be like, boop, boop, boop. Uh, everything's um, fine here. Everything's in order. I imagine Kyborg just goes over to Lord Lomish and puts his hand on his forehead and goes, yeah, he's sick. <laughs> puts his hand on his forehead and goes, no, he's dead. <laughs> like, pulls the sheet up over his face. Mark the time. Dr. Kyborg, medicine ranger. Uh... <laughs> I was just talking about Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, like I think in a stream recently and everybody was like, I, they had not I watched for, that. I forgot yeah. about that show. There's going to yeah. be so many people listening to this podcast who are like, who? Mike <laughs> knows. Under the age of 30. We watched Dr. Quinn with Sully, Sully. the monster from Monsters, Inc. Um, there, there were 150 episodes of Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman. There's a lot. Medicine it went Woman. on for a while. Wow. wow. She's beautiful. I'm looking at it now. This looks like a fun uh, show. What's her name? I don't know. Was uh, it, wasn't it Jane Seymour? Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour. All I could think of was like, she's the lady who made the necklace later on. That little, anyways. She was uh, in Star Trek. 
Was Jane it Seymour? Was no, it? no, no, no. I'm thinking Captain Janeway. That's, I'm thinking of Captain Janeway. Man, how'd you get out of my head? <laughs> Listen, if we're going to talk about Dr. Quinn or Star Trek, I got some knowledge. I have been completely distracted. We were... Oh, yeah, Lord Lomish, he was swimming. Kyborg did a medicine check. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's sick. Um, well, I mean, we just dealt with the amnesias to a degree outside, so it feels like that's got to be a problem that's got a solution for it. Uh, maybe we could help and figure out some sort of cure. I haven't given up hope. I have been communing with my ancestors, and I believe there is a cure to this amnesia ailment. The bomb of Briary. It should awake your father and heal all those who have been afflicted by the amnesia. However, I must remain here to sustain your father and make preparations. Therefore, I need your assistance in collecting some supplies. I don't know. I think Kyborg's doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a pillow over his head. When he's helping, he's moving. Clear. <laughs> he's just got an arrow pointed at him with healing jelly on the end of it. <laughs> just standing no, over his bed. I have a brew bow, so I'm, just, I'm aiming my brew bow at him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we three should go, and Kyborg can stay here and keep working on his medicine. Yeah, you guys go ahead on that fetch quest. I got this all under cover. <laughs> uh, no, we definitely can. Uh, we're very good at uh, gophering stuff, so uh, we'd be happy to help. That's great, but you need to be careful. My instincts tell me it's no doubt the work of Sludge, but I still can't make sense of it all. Sludge has been imprisoned in a demiplane for a century by the hand of Lord Brumble Bramblecrack, Mud's great-great-grandfather. He somehow managed to wipe out all of the Kajuju, save for me, and now he's infecting the land of Withervanes. <laughs> John's I, dying. You know, I think I've figured it out. At this point, Mike is playing a game with Gus, <laughs> and his game is, what can I get Gus to say? Sometimes my tongue feels big in my mouth, yeah. and Lord <laughs> Brumble Bramble Crack is one of those times. Sludge. It's just so like, uh, blah, blah. It's also, look. I heard Kazuzu. I like how we have, it's the Shaman Seuss, who's a, what What kind of? Tree. Shrimp. No. You, you named the type of... Uh, Shaman? No. Gus the species? The species. Oh. species the Kajuju? Kajuju. Oh, oh, so the so shrimp she, people are Kajujus. Kajujus. Yes. Okay. And, like and Sludge has wiped out a bunch of the Kajujus. All of them. All of the <laughs> Except Kajujus. for Shaman Seuss. She's the only Kajuju left. Oh. As far as we know at this point, yes. A thousand generations of Kajujus well. live in you now. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it to Barbara to clarify everything. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, I need this context. Thank Barbara no for clarifying everything. You say you need this, con this context and this confidence. You're not writing any of it down. Your phone is face down. I'm in the moment. I'm performing. <laughs> it's okay. I'll take notes. Also, Kajuju, the root word's Cajun. So, like, we're but really I, doubling down on this. It could, it could be Juju. I imagine, Sounds though. like they're magic Cajuns. No, but or, I, I like imagine. Like bad Juju? Uh, question, Kajuju is actually a D&D &D species? Uh, like no. Like Cancus? Okay, no, no, Okay, no. homebrew. Uh, yeah, it's a homebrew. Hard to tell. You guys keep throwing all these random creatures at us. So, Shaman Seuss is the last, supposedly, the last known Kajuju. Yeah. Yes. Left because Sludge, which is a great name, by the way. Yeah. Wiped him out. Just for clarity, it's S L U J J. In mud, whenever whenever you hear the name Sludge, does it make you want to go Sludge? <laughs> I don't know if I know who Sludge is. Do I know who Sludge is? He wiped out your family. Yeah. Not my family. Well, your dad, your grandpapa, had to take great grandpapa. Well, uh, I think your brother Clay or someone when you first arrived told you about Sludge being imprisoned in the demi plane. Oh no, you learned about it on the Brabble boat. Yeah, he. Your great grandpa was uh, the one that correct him. 
<laughs> I like how Gus it says, great, you learn great. things on the Bramble Boat. No, we got to ask a bunch of questions we didn't know the answers to. <laughs> it was Mud's great-great-grandfather. Okay. Yeah. Just, Lord so Grumble Bramblecrack. Uh, no, I don't. I, I don't have that kind of a of a vendetta like you. Okay, I'll take that over for you. You can. I'm just currently seeking new vendettas. <laughs> you need one. I'm in the dating pool. For yeah, that. you <laughs> had it for so long. You needed the. You need something to fill that. What's the on. Tinder for villains? <laughs> what you're going on? Hmm. There's yeah, Tinder for having someone to hate. It's called the news. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, are you saying we should go question Sludge? Is he in a place that we can even access him? I don't know what this, like... He's imprisoned in a demiplane as far as we know. However, our immediate need is to heal Lord Lomish. I need to make the bomb of Briary that can heal him, but in order to make the bomb, I need you all to get some supplies for me. Fetch right. quest. Uh, so... I've seen this movie called Kung Fu Panda, and I know that if you go visit the persons in the prison, that's the way they get out of the prison. Mm. So instead, we're going to go get all these things because it's fun to go find stuff. Got it. Scavenger hunt. <laughs> Sludge. First, travel to the foggy hillage of Morbane and retrieve the Emerald Stone of Algerok. The locals can be fairly power hungry and a bit brutish, so be careful. Blaine is fake typing in front of himself right now. Sloggy <laughs> Hillage. Uh, it's Elder Rock. What was it? Elder Elder Rock. Elder Rock. The Al Emerald Elder Rock. Okay. Kyborg, make a wisdom check. Oh. Gum gum, make a wisdom check. I rarely am. Okay. I can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> that is <Three>. a. <clears throat> Chris, you don't have to make one. It's also a three. No, I, got, I, got, I legitimately got a three. Oh, uh, you got a three? You had to make one too. It was important. Okay. Never mind then. <laughs> You can't just... It was a bad roll. You don't know anything. Uh, Is something wrong, Kyberg? <laughs> Second, travel to Croakmire and search for an ancient incantation written on a secret scroll preserved by the Croakmire clan and protected by the spirit Amphibolus. North for a rock, south for a scroll. Got it. Once you've collected both of those items, then come back to Bramble Castle and find me in the highest spire of the tallest tower. There we will concoct the bomb of Briary. Is there a reason we got to go to the top of a tower? That seems a lot, a lot of work. The uh, I don't want to walk all the way down. Oh, the oh I, see. I get it. So, all right. So just say meet me here. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Old shrimp lady. <laughs> My thing's about <laughs> stepping on the shrimp lady. <laughs> shrimp professor. Uh, right, okay, we can go do that. My kyborg sense is tingling. I think I need to make another wisdom <laughs> throw. Gum gum, make a wisdom throw. No, Chris, he said he's not the DM. I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you guys ready to go? Uh, yeah, Do you want to talk to... awkwardly leave the room. <laughs> talk to anyone? What does emerald look like? Uh, it's green. It's green. <laughs> and is, is this bomb of briary, is this intended to uh, cure Lord Lomish? I believe it will wake Lord Lomish and heal not only him, but the others affected by the amnesia. Oh. You know what? The the shaman seems really smart and wise with all of her years. Can I ask her if she knows anything about diagems or if they have any in this land? Yeah. How would you phrase it? Like, what specifically are you trying to ask her? Uh, I say that we're on, like, a larger quest to find the diagems to, to stop a greater evil. And Do you not have one in your arm anymore? I don't want to, like, give it away. Because gotcha. I don't know this old crustacean lady. Um, <laughs> we're looking for diagems, the though. is always green. <laughs> and we need to know if the if you guys have any in this land. Because uh, we're we're helping like a big yeah 
I've heard of them, but never pursue the lore behind them. It doesn't really apply to our day-to-day here, but I've read of them in ancient texts. Okay. But you know of them, like, in this land? Like, d- uh, ancient texts from this these parts? I don't know of any in this land. Uh, I've read about them, but haven't really pursued that knowledge. Thank you, shrimp teacher. <laughs> shrimp teacher. And, and her name is? Her, her name, she is a... A kajuju by the name of Shaman. You know it. You've got it. It's there. She do not like green eggs and ham. <laughs> <laughs> your imaginary notes are doing you well. They're blind. Yeah, you might want to check the battery on your made up laptop. <laughs> um, He'll make note of this. <laughs> so we're, we're, we're good? Yeah. Okay. Mud uh, uses his billowing cape and makes a dramatic billow and then leaps out the closest window. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it hits Bart in the eye because she's that so she's too short. <laughs> Bart also jumps out the window. Oh my goodness. But uses his vest of slow descent. Hey. Uh, All right. Who else? Gum Gum jumps out the window. <laughs> He's got a way to deal with this. I do not. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Well, how high up am I? You, you don't know. I mean, are you jump out this window I or not? I guess so. That's like, <laughs> Gum Gum would jump out the window at this point. It's probably really high, do y'all. It, do it. Do it. Yeah. You totally have something. Yeah. I know your inventory. I know you have something. I'm trying to... Kyborg, are you going to let this stand or are you going to jump out the window? I, 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 uh, uh... <laughs> take out exploding jelly from that arc several missions ago and I throw it on the ground and then I run out the door. <laughs> and you, ki- you kill, kill <laughs> And then Mud's dad wakes up. It's a miracle. So wait, you run out the door? You don't jump out the window? Uh, is there any like thing that I can like grapple onto? Like a like a rope thing that I can <laughs> I, I yeah, put a rope around the, the, the bed frame of the king and then lower <laughs> just, myself just down. Just slowly lowering yourself down. <laughs> okay, so Mud has jumped out. Bart has jumped out, Gum Gum has jumped out, and Kyborg is attaching a rope to the bed frame of Lord Lomish. And I, but I can come, I can fly out pretty fast because with my metal arm, friction doesn't isn't an issue. And you know what's great about that is we'll have that rope to get back in when we come back. There you go. Because they're just gonna leave it there. We'll leave it there. It's okay. not a security hazard at all. It's his bed frame just goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mud, you jump out the window. What do you do to prevent from taking fall damage? Um, <laughs> this is a great power play at this point, because right now this entire story is based around Mud. If I do nothing and Mud just dies right now, what do we do? <laughs> I'll be the new Mud. <laughs> uh, Mud turns into a uh, owl. Ooh, who? Yeah, we got you. Beat me to it, Bart. I use my vest of slow descent. Ooh, your vest of slow descent. Sure, since I know. For you. That's what happens when you only have 20 <laughs> minutes to shower <laughs> and get to work. <laughs> I like how you have to go under the table to do it as if we haven't all seen No you. one stare at Blaine. No <laughs> one stare at Blaine right now. Blaine's taking his shirt off. I can see his shoulder and clavicles. Gum Gum, you jump out the window. What, what do you do to prevent taking any fall damage? Well, tell me what am I seeing? <laughs> you jump out the window and uh, you see the Babayu sprawling out beneath you. Uh, you've you're jumped out of the top of the Bramble Castle and down directly below you, you can see uh, Courtyard and that Bramble-covered wall that you all had previously entered through. And then beyond that is, of course, the Babayu and then further on, more of the Wither Veins. You're a couple hundred feet uh, in the air falling Jeez. down at the moment. How far is the Babayu? Um, so, you know, that would be at an angle from you. It's uh, a couple hundred feet away. Uh... 
You really jumped out of this window with no plan? All right, yes, I, I'm going to start rolling uh, fall damage wait, here. Wait, wait. Uh, you've got about like... You've got a great item I, for but this. But I see, I see Bart slowly... You've got about 30 seconds to figure this right, out before I, I start rolling uh, damage. Can I, can I... I don't think I can. Okay, then I, that, 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 I throw my friendship bracelet. Bart, Bart doesn't grab it. <laughs> I just see you whiz past me as I'm slowly descending. Do you need help? Because I think I know something that can help you. Well, I could uh, try and use my immovable rod to, I guess, teleport back in. (laughs) Or to the ground. You got about 10 seconds to figure this out. how far down is the ground? It's a couple hundred feet. I can't. I teleport back into the the tower. (laughs) Okay, Okay. Gum Gum teleports back into the tower at the very last second. I love how the Shaman Seuss was basically like, here's this stuff you need to get. Meet me back here, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, okay. And we crash through and jump out a window. And then Gum Gum appears back inside. (laughs) And then uh, Kyborg, you started just like letting yourself rappel out. How much rope did you have anyway? Several hundred feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Minimum. You're fine then. I can check. I, I actually don't know. I see 50 feet of rope in your inventory. <laughs> okay. Okay. How about this? How about this? I can just do that thing where I run laterally until I find another window, and then I go into one of those windows, and then I just descend the rest of the way through the stairs. I, I have embraced okay. this. I can't go back in there. Okay. Okay. I got you. Like you, you want to save face? You've already gone out the window. I got it. You sneak into uh, a window. Make a. And I find sludge. Ah! I don't think he's, is he in this tower? Uh, he's uh, being held prisoner in an artifact that is in the Bramble Castle somewhere. Oh, I think whoa. you don't know specifically artifact. where. All right, so um, you find a window, make a sleight of hand check to see if you can uh, jimmy it open without breaking it. <laughs> okay, uh, we are gonna do plus five, 18. Oh yeah, you uh, managed to successfully uh, crack open a window without damaging it. Crawl in through a storage pantry and you know, make your way down to the stairs and run down as fast as you can to try to re. Is there any rope could, in there? Could, could you retcon that so that it was someone's like bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I didn't want to go down that that path. Uh, sure. Yeah. There's another uh, hundred feet of rope in here if you want to steal it. Yes, I would like to. Okay. So you run down. Uh, you catch up very quickly to everyone in the courtyard. Gum gum. You teleported back into the uh, bedroom. Uh, you catch Lady Sandra by surprise, and uh, she muffles a, a scream of surprise. Oh! Hi. <laughs> I have a question about the immovable rod. What's the cooldown on using it? Uh, I get three a day. Yeah, but in between each use. I, I think you just keep using it. Could you not have just dropped up until... That's what I was thinking, like, have in the sky just, and then drop a little bit that's in the sky, yeah. drop well, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but then I'd be using no, no. it. His, his is the teleport one, not the... Uh, Right, but like he's already like going down. I guess my question is, do I keep momentum if I use it? Like if I was to use it, does it stop my momentum or do I keep my momentum? I'm going to say it stops your momentum. Otherwise, you would have slammed into a wall or a ceiling in this room when you teleported back in. Okay, then I could have done that. Yeah, I just... I, I wasn't. Lessons for next time. I tested it. And I didn't feel like testing it <laughs> while falling out of a. You can also ride it like a broom. <laughs> so I have Gum Gum's friendship bracelets now. <gasps> Guess so. <laughs> or they're on the ground. So. Nice catch, by the way. Thank uh, you. I'm just uh, descending so slowly. It's okay. just natural. Uh, what do you want to do? You also want to take the stairs down, Gum Gum? Yeah. Bye bye. Barbara, what are those things? Sugar gliders? Oh, the. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the like squirrel yeah. thing. That's what Bart looked like going down. <laughs> I made a boo boo. 
<laughs> this is what we learned about Gump Gump succumbing to peer pressure. All right, don't he, tell him to do something because he will. He is a lemming. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Mom thinks it's funny. Uh, and then, yeah, slowly, awkwardly backs out of the room. <laughs> okay. Like a cat. Uh, you go downstairs and you find the rest of your party at the base of the Bramble Castle. Did you witness the newest fabulous fan art post for the podcast or vote in the latest poll about this new story arc? If not, then you should give us a follow at Stinky Dragon Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Join us on the Stinky Dragon subreddit where we feature phenomenal fan art from listeners like Spork Ruler. Plus, if you tag us on social media using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod or post subreddit, you could have an NPC named after you. In fact, Shaman Seuss is named after at Seuss 861. And of course, we want to give a big thank you to all of our voiceover actors, Clay Bramblecrack, Voiced by Alfredo Diaz, Sump the Furbolg Valet, voiced by Brian Gar, Lady Sandra, voiced by Kelsey Childs, and Shaman Seuss, voiced by Elise Willems. Remember all the way back to Arc 1 when Bart, Gum Gum, Kyborg, and Mud were just little interns traveling to Boulder Ray, exploring the Infinite HQ and investigating shenanigans in Pious Pass? Well, now you can relive the musical soundscape with our first ever Tales from the Stinky Dragon soundtrack. The first album is now available for listening on all your favorite music streaming platforms. It includes the Stinky Dragon Show theme song by Colum R. McGinnis, at Nice Violin Boy on Twitter, plus eight other tracks of musical themes and songs written by Micah Reisinger, including Paralyte's Leitmotif, Wilhelm's Waltz, and the first character song, His Name is Mud. We hope you all enjoy listening to the album, using it in your own D&D adventures, sharing it with loved ones. Stay tuned for other soundtrack albums to be released in the future. Speaking of things to check out, we made a puppet video using some of the audio from Tales from the Stinky Dragon. You should check it out on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. It's really funny. We took a moment from the show where the characters were all haggling uh, over in Pious Pass and using some really cute felt puppets, we kind of tried to bring it to life. I think it's a really great little video. Check it out, like I said, on our Stinky Dragon Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. So y'all make your way out of the Bramble Castle and back outside to the edge of the Babayu. You head north toward the hillage of Moorbane as the afternoon sun wanes just off the horizon with pastel pinks and yellows coloring the swampy sky. Everyone make a perception check. Perceiving. 15. 17. Uh, that's a 16. 20 plus 4, 24. Oh man, everyone's really good at perception. Uh, we need to make these checks much harder. I'm uh, not. Mine's minus one. My eyes glow red. <sighs> I see all. <laughs> all right. So 15, 16, 17, 24. Bart, we'll start with you since you got the lowest one. After traveling for a while, you take note of the landscape thickening with more and more willow trees, and the once level ground is becoming more sloped, filled with stones. Mud and gum gum. For you all, you notice the air smells quite briny, and you notice a bank of fog rolling in from the north, obscuring your vision. And Kyborg, in the distance, you hear the pounding of earth, and every once in a while, the ground vibrates beneath your toes. Uh, I bend down to touch the ground. I say, hmm, yes, the earth is telling me that there's disturbances up ahead. Vibrations. Good vibrations? I'll talk about good vibrations. Oh, I was thinking, <laughs> good vibrations. Oh, a couple oh. rafts. No, we don't do more to mark here. Uh, so, okay, we're we're at the edge of the place. Uh, no, you're still making your way uh, oh, okay. uh, north to the hillage. Uh, Y'all want to continue going? Do you want to do something about that? Boom, booms. I'm assuming that there's something like very large up ahead, crew. So. Oh, okay. Should we maybe be stealthy? It's not a bad idea. I changed my cloak of many fashions to uh, some camo that kind of looks mossy or whatever the surroundings are looking like. And could I cast invisibility on myself? Yeah. 
I wrap myself in my rat blanket. <laughs> Your rat blanket. Owls are naturally stealthy. Yeah, and, of course. And uh, their wings are literally made to not make sound. Owls are really cool. Owls, Owls are awesome. Uh-huh. Alright, you all continue on your way. They can screech. <laughs> After a few more minutes of traveling along the marshy path, the trail ends. Before you is a wide river with rapids rushing from west to east. You peer past the river through the fog, and you catch vague glimpses of buildings and shadowy figures walking around. Uh, what would explain the pounding on the ground? Unsure. You're unsure yet. Hmm. Should we talk to somebody? Shadowy figures on the ground? Walking around. Walking around. Shadowy figures as in like they are like ghosts like wraiths or are they or humanoids? It's them, foggy, yeah. so you can't quite make out like fine detail. Oh, you kinda mm. see like shadows I'm walking invisible. around. Do you want me to get closer and you, try to see? You also have that thing. Those cool goggles. I do. Um I in our, our previous encounter with the shop, uh I bought the Oh man, Veronian goggles. Nailed it. Which helped me see through different types of weather, I think including fog and rain. All right, Veronian goggles. While wearing these goggles, you can see up to 100 feet through all types of non-magical weather, such as rain, fog, or snow. Additionally, your vision is not affected by the fog cloud spell. All right, so like I said, you are standing at the bank of a river that's uh, rapidly rushing from one side to the other. Mm -hmm. And the river itself is about 70 feet wide. If you stand right up on the bank, you can see like 30 feet past the river. Which I assume they are in that vicinity. Uh, Yeah, you see uh, what appear to be large humanoid creatures walking around. Like very large. Like giant size? Yeah. Oh, like are they as big as uh, maybe Mun and his people? No, they're probably the... They're probably bigger, like maybe like the giant we saw on the boat. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could I uh, tell if I recognize... Uh, I forget his name. He's a titan. Or the, the guy who was the giant on the boat. Maximus that was the, the giant. Maximus. Maximus yeah. Could I tell if one of them are Maximus or if they seem like the same type of breed as Maximus? Uh, they seem similar to Maximus. You don't recognize Maximus himself, but they do seem similar. Okay. Almost like a wisdom check that someone failed earlier oh, could have helped yeah. give insight to this. Oh. oh. Should I do a wisdom check? <laughs> no, no. You, you, you recognize okay. uh, these giants. Uh, hey, guys, remember Maximus from the boat, our good old buddy who gave us all that information that we remember perfectly? Who could forget? Um, uh, I think these are his peeps <clears throat> over here. But they look very much like him. They're, they're big old guys. Should we try to find Maximus then? That might not sure. be a bad idea. Yeah. Could I tell also if they're like just kind of like peacefully doing their thing or if they seem like aggressive? <laughs> how, how are they lifting the boxes? Yeah. Aggressively or kindly? I guess like what are they doing? Well, they're not like fighting with each other or anything. It seems like they're going about just daily going business. Day. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. Uh, I just got to get across this river. Wait, are we, are we on the side of a river? Yeah. yeah. A river stands or is flowing between you and uh, these creatures. It's 70 feet wide. There it is. Is there something to do to check to see if the water's safe to cross? Uh... Like, Make a survival check. A survival check. Be sure and watch. I got eleven. Not you. No, no, he was the one asking. Survival. Don't know if I've rolled that. Fourteen. Nice. It looks like it is very treacherous and very like the water's moving very quickly. Like it would be dangerous for any of you to try to get into the water without making preparations or having a clear plan to cross the river. Could I do a little owl reconnaissance to see if there's a boat? Yeah. Or bridge or raft. It's pretty yeah. rapid though, right? You said yes, it is very rapid. Mud's played enough. Uh, yeah, mud make an investigation check. Just blast across. I could. 
But first, we're going to roll an investigation check. Let's see what that does. It got me a 19. Nice. Mm. You do see a rowboat that's heavily obscured by mossy stones, but it's filled with holes and ha- only has a single splintered oar. Also, the last time we stole a rowboat, it did not go well for us. What happened? Uh, it was like right outside the pyramid thing. What was it called? The Ashkelon? Ashkelon turned into part of a spider. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember. I drew you. <laughs> like one of my French girls. <laughs> not one picture of gum gum as a spider, but like on a couch. <laughs> like, oh, with the heart of the ocean. As a pain cut right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. I'll never let go. Come, come. I'll never let go. How, uh, how wide is the river? About 70 feet wide. 70 feet wide. All right. Uh, well, there's a boat. It's a bit broken. Yeah. And it seems like the, the river might be too fast to carry us in that boat. Even if the boat did last enough to get us across. I don't know. It's too wild. Who's got an idea? I don't mean to impose, but I mean, you're in owl form. You can probably big al form hey big al <laughs> you carry us across one at a time uh we could also use our head mobile <gasps> could unless does it only have like x amount of uses per day or per, per rest uh i don't believe so okay make a boat i'll pull it say it Awabanga. he says it in a different way this time <laughs> he wants to get more sing-songy with it i'll make the sound effects for the boat <laughs> Whoa, there's more than meets the eye to this. <laughs> I hate everyone. All right, yeah, you've got a, a boat that's big enough for all of you bobbing around in this rapidly moving river. Okay, everybody strap in. We're going for a ride. Does this boat have holes? <laughs> Hope not. That'd be bad. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> How are y'all going to propel the boat across? Is uh, Mud going to pull just, it or push can I just, it? Or? Can I just pull it as a big old owl? Can I help row it? Oh, interesting. So you would uh, pull it as an owl. Like, think of like me as a sail, it. but yeah. I'm also the wind, all in one package. Sure, why not? And while he's pulling it as an owl, Gum Gum, you also want to try to row? Yeah. I don't know why we're doing a boat, not just a plane. I was wondering that, but I Just mean, fly across yeah, it okay. instead of going through the treacherous yeah. water. But okay, that's not my... It's, it's fun. We're using the Ahemmobile in a new way. In a new yeah. way. That's what I figured it was all I about. I want to do a hot air balloon at some point. <gasps> a dirigible. I don't think it does that. <laughs> uh, it's like a, a boat that you carry. Yes, and... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I think previously I had said... It doesn't propel Land, itself. sea... And air, I guess I did say it. Okay, it's air. But it, I don't, yeah, I think it would have to be bring itself up. You'd have to just fly straight up. I could do it. I got stuff. Yeah, and I could do. Kyborg's full of hot air. He could help. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> so Mud, as an owl, tries to pull the boat and Gum Gum is helping by paddling. Uh, Mud, make a, let's call it a dexterity saving throw. And Gum Gum, make an athletics check. 20. Nice. 23. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's great. You uh, pull the boat along. You're very careful in your flight to avoid hitting any tree branches or thorny vines that might be hiding in the fog, and you successfully dodge all of them. And Gum Gum helps keep the boat going in the correct direction with his skillful rowing and keeps uh, you guys out of any eddies and whirlpools that he sees in the water. Uh, And yeah, you manage to successfully reach the other side of the river, and you find yourself at the base of several stony hills. Enormous cottages built out of willow wood and stone pepper the foggy foothills, and striding between buildings are gigantic giants and towering trolls with a boom, 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 boom. Drop the bass. <laughs> Guys, before we go up this treacherous hill, I want to point out that that would have taken us like an hour and a half in our previous adventuring days. <laughs> we have become an elite unit. It did take us a very long time to get out of the castle. <laughs> 
But then you jumped out. Like you got out very quickly once you made the decision. Yeah. Yeah, before you, there are three paths going up the hills. There's a left path, a straight path, and a right path. Well, I know we don't want to take the straight path. Am I right, boys? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you want to go, Cave? Okay, I want to go left. <laughs> Sorry, that was my under gum gum. I want to go left. <laughs> then we should go left. Split the party. What the heck? No. Oh, are you all going to split up? No. Or are you going together? Okay. <laughs> the left path leads up to a cloudy building with a smoking chimney. A sign outside of it reads, Bakes Stonery. Nice. <laughs> Smoking chimney with uh, stonery. <laughs> nice. Uh, <Bait>. so you, <laughs> you go up the left path and you find yourself outside of this building. Is it also like a giant's building? Like the doors and everything? Yeah, it's, scaled? It's, it's huge. It's really big. Okay. Is there a window? Yes, but it is also, since it is like giant size, it's pretty high off the ground. I can fly, I can fly, I can fly. <laughs> I look in the window. You peek in the window and you see what appears to be a shop with some cases and uh, various stones. Anybody in there? Yes. You peek and see a troll sitting in there. There's a troll inside. What are his questions? Three. He should knock on the door. Don't go in. Does he have a gemstone in his belly button? <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, there is a sign outside of this building that says Baked Stonery. Yeah. Can I okay. knock on the door? Do it! Boom, boom, boom. I say as I knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> but not in sync with your knocking. <laughs> Real psychotic. God, boom, that boom, would boom. break my brain. Um, you hear a large, bassy voice from the inside say, Come in, I'm open. All right. I try and open the door. If I can reach it. Yeah. I, I assume I can reach it. Yeah, yeah. There's also, uh, besides like the giant sized doorknob, there's a there's a smaller, lower one for uh, humanoid oh, sized cool. creatures or for medium sized creatures. Is there like one yourself. for halfling sized creatures? <laughs> you could reach up and use the same one as them. Accessibility is important. We might have like solved the, you know, eating situation. Like if we lived here, we just buy their normal standard sized foods, but it's huge for us. We have a family of five. Right. Yeah. Off of just like a cupcake. For a giant. A cupcake? Yeah. Think Anyways. about Bart, how much he could eat. Yeah. <laughs> a cupcake has all the nutrients any person needs. Uh, so I guess we open the door? Yeah. You all open a large stone door to a hazy shop furnished with countertops and glass cases, each of them glittering with an assortment of jewels and gemstones. But it's hard to see them because everything from the countertops to the furniture to the ceilings are much higher than you're used to. They've got gemstones. What is it? Infinites. Infant knights. Sorry, go ahead. What does it smell like in here? Uh, let me finish reading this and then oh, I'll answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sitting behind a counter in the center of the shop is a droopy eyed troll wearing a shimmering multicolored robe. Make a perception check, Bart. That is a 13. Ugh. Not bad. It smells a little musty and dank. Like you feel like you've <laughs> smelled this before. Every time. Oh, Bart definitely smelled it before. <laughs> you said. <laughs> Stop. Hey. My name is Gum Gum. Talking to us? Or are you talking to that guy? Nope. I'm talking to her. Oh, he says, Oh, welcome, Gum Gum. What do you have here in this are there goods? Wait, really quick. Did he know his name? He said, my name's Gum Gum. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he knows it because he literally just said it. <laughs> Your notes are really failing you today. <laughs> Rolls initiative. He's ready to fight. Uh, and I'm sorry, what was your question, Gum Gum? I got distracted by the stupid question over there. <laughs> uh, what kind of goods do you have here? We're, we're looking for an emerald. <laughs> Uh, he says, oh, well, I've got uh, plenty of emerald stones in stock. Would you like to look? Yeah. Guys, I think we just solved this quest. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. He points over to one of the display cases, and uh, it's to your right. It's a glass display case showing an assortment of gemstones with varying degrees of value. I go, ooh, and I turn to look at Mud. Why? 
<laughs> I don't know. But just think of this. Okay, uh, sir, do you guys have diagems here for sale? I know they're not going to, but you got you have to ask. Uh, diagems. He kind of scratches his head uh, and says, "Can't say I'm familiar with that." Do I have any emeralds? What'd you say? What did you say? No, you go ahead, John. What did you say? Nothing. I want to hear your question. Sorry, I got distracted there for a little bit. <laughs> go for it. No, no, no. I said emeralds. I know. So did Kemka. Okay, that's what I was asking <laughs> if I was doubling up I on know, you. I, I was trying to be polite and say that I had done something wrong. No. <laughs> just to see what the shopkeeper would say. <laughs> oh, okay. What the shopkeeper would say if we <laughs> if we were messing with them, yeah, uh, yeah, they're, we're looking at the gemstones. I know. I thought they had just did. They just showed that they had gemstones. Yeah, there's yeah, an yeah, assortment yeah. of gemstones. Yeah. But they didn't respond to the exact Rock. request of emeralds. Oh, there are green gemstones in the case. But oh. I asked for emeralds, right? Yeah, and okay, there yeah. are emeralds in there. The green gemstones ones are the emeralds. I look at mud. There's a name for the emerald that we were supposed to get. Hey, we're looking for a particular emerald. <laughs> one that will uh, help us do a stew, I think, or a goo <laughs> brew, or something. Brew, brew. Or a brew. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> uh, you're trying to make a stew out of an emerald? You don't strike me as a rock eater. Are we looking for the Algerock emerald? And Algerock. Oh, we have a shrine of Algerock here in town. Is that what you're looking for? Maybe. Yeah, the Alger an emerald from Algerock. Is there perhaps a stone on the shrine? I don't have any emeralds associated with Algerock, but we, like I said, we do have a shrine to Algerock here in town. What is it that you're selling here? Are these stones like mundane, or have you done something to them, or what's what's the product? Here? He uh kind of strains up. To I've made them pretty. <laughs> Right. Yes, you have. Yes. <laughs> I'm a master stone cutter. If uh, anybody needs jewels, gems, or stones cut in a particular way, they know they got to come to baked. Yeah, do you uh, do you use a burner phone? Or uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to contact your client. Stop <laughs> doing <laughs> the drug humor. Uh, he it's says, called the baked stone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it smells dank in here. Okay? <laughs> it says, in addition to the uh, gems which you all are perusing. He points out on the other side of the shop. I also have a case with uh, rings as well. Ooh. And that can resize rings to fit any kind of creature. So if you see something you like, you let good old bake know. Any magic ones? I saw that coming. Uh, of course. Ooh. Oh, what you got? I have many fingers that could use some rings. <laughs> Uh, what a weird way to phrase it. Some would say I have eight fingers and two thumbs. <laughs> Which That's me. Your, I would say that. Which <laughs> one's your third finger? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I've got a ring of jumping here. Uh, he's pointing in the display case at this point. A ring of mind shielding, oh. a ring of swimming, a ring of warmth, and a ring of water walking. What does the ring of water walking do? <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, well, when you're wearing this ring, you can stand on and move across any liquid surfaces just like they were solid ground. What's the range, the price range on these here rings? Well, lucky for you guys, I'm running a special today on my rings. Any one of them can be yours. They're all priced the same for 100 gold pieces. Oh, that's not bad. Can I get the ring of jumping? You guys cool with that? I don't have any mobility things. Yeah, please. I will take a ring of jumping. Was the jumping out the window something that really called attention Maybe. to your enemy? Wait, yeah. does the ring of jumping also allow me, let's get into the meta of it. Casting jump. Does it allow me to like land softly or am I just jumping in the air and then breaking I mean, my legs? I've line? been using the ring of jumping the whole- That's yeah. part That's of your, so, Okay, then it, I want a ring all, all it does is it triples your jump ability. That sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah. Triples. Which includes land well, ability. Specifically, it allows you to cast the spell jump yes. and the spell jump triples your jump ability. Okay. How about this? I will take the ring of jumping full price, but could you also give us a discount on the ring of water walking? Oh, they're already discounted. 100 gold. The wing of water walking. There's, the water walking 
And then the, what were the other? There's the mind protection. There's something protection. about mind protection. I kind of like that one. Oh, the ring of mind shielding. When you're wearing this, you're immune to magic that allows other creatures to read your thoughts, to determine if you're lying, to know your alignment. And creatures can only telepathically communicate with you if you allow it. I'm already a blank book. <laughs> There's also the ring of warming. I like how you combined blank slate and open book and said blank book. <laughs> <laughs> really quick, can you guys check your inventories and tell me how many gold pieces you have? I don't, I don't need to tell you it's in my bank account. Five. 55. 55. 4, 5, <laughs> He's, eight. He's doing it with his fingers and it's the com- most confusing way okay. to like convey the like, quantity. I, the reason I asked yeah. is if we were hard up for money, I have enough that I could buy everyone a ring as a show of good faith. Whoa. But can you duplicate on rings or do you only have one ring of like- Oh, only one of each. Okay. The ring of mind shielding also allows you to use an action to cause the ring to become invisible until you use another action to make it visible. Make the ring invisible? Yes. And if you die while you're wearing the ring, your soul enters it. Great. I like yeah, that's cool. I want that one. Yeah, I want the ring of jumping. And don't forget, there are other shops in the area, so. Well, then I'll just keep the ring. I'll just keep with the ring of jumping. So. Okay. And, oh, and, you're not getting us rings anymore? Uh, Bart, you're low in cash. Do you want a ring? Uh, nah. Okay. What about this water walking one? Oh, 100 gold. Oh, there was one other one, too. Uh, there, were, there were four other ones. There's the ring of jumping, ring of mind shielding, ring of swimming, ring of warmth, ring of water walking. Ring of warmth? What's that do? Keeps you warm. You get resistance to cold damage. Uh, in addition, everything you wear and carry are unharmed by temperatures as low as negative 50 degrees. I trade you a health potion for a little bit of your straps of haggling. Ah, do uh, we need some haggling over here? Yeah, I'd like that ring of mind shielding, but maybe we get a little bit cheaper. <clears throat> uh, sir, uh, Mr. Baked, if I may call you that. Um, my friend here. Oh, is- please, please. Mr. Baked was my father, Hyde. Oh. <laughs> is that Hyde Baked or Baked Hyde? <laughs> Mr. Hyde. <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, my friend here is very interested in this uh, uh, ring of mind. <laughs> shielding. My shielding. Uh, you, you did that right as I had a full mouth of water. And uh, I was wondering if you could get it for maybe a, a slightly discounted price of 70 gold pieces. <laughs> and he's... He, he flings his str- uh, Did you just <laughs> snap your bra? Sure did. <laughs> oh my god. I was like, how did you do that? Because you're wearing a sweater. Sure did. <laughs> it's coming through in the microphone. I can hear it. It's so clear. It's causing me actual physical damage, too. It's great. Uh, roll your, what is it, persuasion check with advantage. Persuasion. Uh, can I smack? Sure. I smack. 22 and uh, 13. So 22. You want to use D4. that smack? Yeah, use D4 which is an additional four. So that would be 26. Big, big roll. Yeah, and you take damage, don't you, from I that? I do. Five. I think I take... I think it's five. You roll. You roll four. Oh, roll do you? Four, yeah. oh, okay. I roll a 1d4, and then oh. if I do it again, I roll 2d4. Three points of damage. Okay. Oh, not bad. Ben said that you, Barbara, you personally take damage because you're also doing yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, he says, oh, that's uh, that's pretty low, but uh, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I can do 75 on that. Uh, wait, 70 was what? I did say 70. Oh, 70. Okay, sorry. That's a gust misunderstanding. I hand over 70 gold. I wish I had done this. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a... Well, I appreciate you being quick. <laughs> With a tune, do you have to attune these things? And is, are you limited how many things you can attune? Yeah, I'm also running into this. Some of them do require attuning. Which one do not? The ring of swimming Ooh. and the ring of water walking. I will take water the walking. ring of water walking. 100 gold. Do I snap it? Oh, that's just, uh, just using me, huh? <laughs> Uh, what do you what are you willing to pay for it, Gum Gum? A big hug and a potion? 
No, I mean, what are you willing oh, to I, do? I, I got you. I got you. I'll heal you. Oh, okay. I got you. No, I'm not worried about the damage. I don't know. What did you think it's worth? 75. Se- 75 for water walking, sir. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Make your roll. With a butt slap. Oh, another butt slap. Okay. That is a 23 and a 14. That's 23 plus a D4 from the butt slap. It's four. So it's 27. Uh, all right, I, I like you guys. Uh, sure, we can make that happen. We can make that work. Ah, uh, my man, my man. Do you have any coupons for other shops in town? You know, sometimes you you support local, and you guys have like coupon books for sale. Uh, no, can't say I'm familiar with that. Cool. Okay, you're not from Austin. Never mind. I took another five points of damage from my suspenders. Wait, so I just got the ring of jump then, right? And I can add that to my inventory, and everything's groovy. Yeah. yeah. What's the attunement process like? Is that to be with me for several hours before? Yeah, you probably just have to wear it for a bit. Just to get it attuned to you. Okay. And it's tripled my jump? Yes. It allows you to cast jump, which allows you to triple your jump. Oh, yes. I got a magic ring. (laughs) (laughs) I I, um, take out a handful of rations and sprinkle it with Heward's handy spice pouch and give it to Bart for some num-nums. Gum-gums. What does that do? uh, What do I roll for that? I assume like healing stuff. Oh, seasoned meals restore 2d6 hit points and grant five temporary hit points. There you go. 2d6 rolling barb and five temp. Well, thank you. Thank you. Anybody else want anything? I mean, do we need the, do you think the water thing is worthwhile? I thought you got the water thing. I got water bought, walking, but yeah. there's also swimming. swimming though. Oh, now nah, we'll be good. Don't forget, there, I don't think any, we've come up to it yet, but there is a limit to the number of rings you can wear in D&D. Okay, thank you for your fine rings and for the tip on where the Eldrock Shrine is. I didn't tell you where the shrine is. I just told you there was one. I would love to know where the Eldrock Shrine is. Could you point me in a direction? I can, but you gotta do something for me. Oh, come on. We did. We bought your wares. You ripped me off. Uh, (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) So, selling these wares, that's fine and all. That was more of my dad's dream. Uh, I want you all to help me with my business. Hide bake. What's that? Is there, is there My true room? passion is experimenting with swamp spores, and I'm working on trying to concoct a vapor that grants some relaxing properties. Okay, how is he not ex- expecting us to not touch on what Barbara's been joking about this entire time? I haven't told you all to stop. <laughs> oh, it's just me, John. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay, tell us more. I'm, I'm happy to divulge where the Shrine of Aldrock is if you're willing to help me test my latest spore vapor. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. My man. Baked, uh, you know, uh, reaches behind the center countertop and pulls out a cauldron that's wafting a purplish vapor. I like to call this baked's breath. And he pulls out a stone pipe. He says, five copper pieces. You can help me test this out. Wait, you're you're going to pay us five copper piece, pieces? Or? Oh, no, you, you could pay me because it, it's just for my materials So here. you need our help to test this out, but we have to pay you to help you. Yeah, it's only five copper. This is very, ba- this is this is my base cost. Is that any relation to baby's breath? No. All right. Oh, good. I didn't want it there to be. I will pay the five copper. As I will, too. Bart, I'll cover yours. I, I give him one, co- one silver just to make it easy for everybody. All right. So, Kyborg, Bart, Gum Gum, are all trying it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. He, you know, packs a, a little bit of this material out of the cauldron into a, a stone pipe and passes it all between you guys. Each of you who inhaled it, so everyone but Mud, uh, make a constitution saving throw. I have uh, advantage. 22. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Eleven. And there we go. Twenty-three. Okay, so Kyborg and Gum Gum, you both feel extremely calm. Okay. Uh, like very relaxed and very willing to go with the flow. Bart. Am I paranoid? <laughs> uh, you feel uh, 
frightened. You feel like you have lost the ability to distinguish the difference between friend and foe. You, you're wondering if uh, the rest of your party is uh, secretly plotting against you. This sounds very familiar. This is very unlike Bart. <laughs> um, Bart, there's something behind you. <laughs> I think it's working. Bart, are you hungry? Hey, um, I'm really scared. Can someone like hold my hand in case I... <laughs> Do you want to put on the friendship bracelet? <laughs> I don't yes. want to like float away or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, we it on. We, we put on our. Can plastic. I trust you, Gum Gum? Yeah. Okay. We all hold hands. I uh, might have Lay's potato chips. I have some <laughs> rations. I put on the bonding. I guess because you had it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bart uh, puts the friendship friendship bracelet on and then attaches it to Gum Gum's wrist as well. And you want to put on your thunder jacket? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a big old hug, right? It is. <laughs> Bart yeah. does the thing where he puts his hands on his shoulders, Crossing. like across his body, and then I hug uh, Bart and pick him up. What? <laughs> Uh, after about a minute, you feel like uh, these waves of calmness and these waves of fear uh, begin to subside. All three of you go ahead and make an uh, intelligence saving throw. Kyborg was doing yoga the whole time. Intelligence saving throw? Saving throw. Yeah. Zero. Eleven. Oh, Zero. Oh, oh, 13. All three of you really struggle to remember the last 15 minutes or so. Mm. Bates is writing down. He goes, oh, interesting. <laughs> so what do you do here? <laughs> uh, I'm baked. I uh, have a store here. Do what is this you ring have any emeralds? <laughs> we were all baked a second ago. <laughs> Am I right? Hey. This is very interesting. I'll have to adjust my spore mixture. Do you have any emeralds? All right. They, hey, I'll take I'll take over here. Okay. Wait, I want to know if you, do you have any magic things. <laughs> they did their they did their do. Uh, is there information now to ch- to share? Yes, yes. There's a greenish waterfall to the northwest. You're gonna want to go behind that waterfall, and uh, there's a shrine of Algerok there. Uh, however, it does require something in order to enter. I'm not sure exactly what, but uh, that's what you're looking for. Video game rules. Let's go uh, explore more of the village and see if we can find someone with more information about this green waterfall. Thanks, more Bates. things to buy. Yeah. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> now Barbara likes I, it. I, I head to the door and then I wave at Baked and thank him for his time. He uh, salutes you. Baked was yet another lovely NPC that I enjoyed our interaction with. I don't remember it. <laughs> Let's head like towards the the center path. And okay. See what's there. That way, there's a building with soothing chimes and steam wafting from the windows, and a sign outside of it that reads "Salt Lick Spas." <sighs> you know, after some of Bake's uh, <laughs> dragon Bake's breath, I'm down for this. Uh, Mud knocks on the door. You hear uh, a loud booming voice yell, "Come on in!" I'm so friendly here. Uh, we head in. You open the large stone door to a steamy shop furnished with huge overstuffed chairs, shimmering multicolored robes hanging on the walls, and miniature versions of willow trees decorating the corners of the room. Sitting behind a counter in the center of the shop is a bald giant wearing a shimmering multicolored robe. Yes, I like the vibes here, I gotta say. You all uh, recognize this uh, giant as Maximus. <gasps> it's Maximus. Hello, hello, Maximus. Do you remember us? Do you remember me? Oh, hello, little ones. Bart goes, we missed you. And he grabs onto his calf and hugs him. <laughs> um, he goes, oh, uh, thank you, little, little one. I'm Bart. Littlest one. <laughs> I was wondering if you have any information on the special little green waterfall in the back of the village 
Oh, you're talking about the uh, Shrine of Algerok? That is correct. Mm -hmm. I thought it was somewhere over there. I do know you have to take a sacred offering to enter that shrine. Do you happen to know what kind of sacred offering we need? Yeah, you know, I have information that's useful to you and- Let uh, me guess, you'd like us to help you with something. Well, no, 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 I'd like to help you. I'm sure oh, of that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If you guys partake and purchase a spa treatment- <laughs> Is this a pyramid scheme? Uh, <laughs> or I should can... I say an echelon <laughs> scheme? I can, I'd like to help you relieve you of your money. Yeah. Uh, Maximus, I am so down. I, I, oh, I'm yeah, happy absolutely. to help support yeah. local businesses of a huge jack giant guy. My yeah, my shoulders are a little uh, achy from strap <laughs> from your straps. From something. <laughs> what is this spa thing, and how much do you require? Yeah, what are your services? Uh, I have two different spa services you can choose from. Uh, they're one hundred gold each. Oof. You can have uh, halo therapy or radiance therapy. And what's the difference? One's on Xbox and one's on PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> the halo therapy is an alleviating respiratory treatment that involves deeply breathing in a dry salt aerosol to naturally aid in the treatment of numerous illnesses. If you're feeling stressed, taking the time to sit and breathe relaxes the mind and eases anxiety, helping you find your peace and balance. So relax, breathe, let go, heal, and rejuvenate. That sounds like some homeopathic crap. Radiance therapy is an invigorating, cleansing treatment that leaves the whole body soft, smooth, and radiant. This treatment is a deep, full-body scrub that exfoliates, nourishes, tones, and soothes your skin with a gentle botanical extract and vitamin-rich formula developed from our natural salt deposits. Maximus, does this have, like, long-term effects, or is it just, like, a one-time, like, it's going to last for 24 hours? You will get some benefit out of it. Bart could use that halo treatment, but Bart only has 55 gold. Why don't we just all tip it to get Bart a halo? I will. I'm happy to, but, I like... I can see your halo. I don't want to go into metagaming, but does, like, what's... Can I, can I perceive or use intelligence to figure out, like, what it actually does to us? Or we're going to figure out. Uh, make a medicine check. Yeah, it'd have to be background. I'll make one, too. I'm curious. Yeah, make a medicine check, too, then. Bart doesn't ask questions. He just hears nice words and wants the service done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> please. Just like me in real life. Uh, that's going, a yeah. seven. I rolled a seven, too. Hey, twins. So 14. <laughs> <laughs> With your powers combined. You're not quite sure. They do sound lovely, though. All right, yeah. yeah uh, we chip in for Bart. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get the halo treatment, please. Oh, nice. Do you require more than one spa treatment for this hell? Nah. Nobody else wants a spa treatment? No what? one wants to try the scrub? What's, uh, which, uh, for someone like me who enjoys athleticism and, you know, feats of dexterity, which one do you think I should go for, Maximus? Hmm. Someone who needs to bulk up like you should definitely go for the halo therapy. I'm going for the halo therapy. Anybody want to pitch in for my halo therapy? <laughs> Feel free to utilize one of our robes while you're visiting the spa. Uh, and he points to a corner, and there's uh, other shimmering robes. Of many massive, colors. Massive robes. <laughs> Is there one in my size? <laughs> oh, yeah, we have some children's robes here somewhere. And he pulls out. It's, it's still a pretty large robe. but still you Still big on yeah, me, yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, Maximus, we're old friends. We go back to the boat. You think give me, like, a friends and family discount? Bart, do you want to bring those suspenders over here? <laughs> Jesus, his poor shoulders. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, what do you need? What do you need? Uh, just, you know, I'm going to see if I can get a little discount from, uh, from old Maximus here. Oh, you know, since we're buying uh, two Halo treatments, I think maybe uh, good old friend uh, Kyborg here, who, you know, you guys bonded pretty pretty nicely on the boat earlier. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe he gets the treatment for, uh, let's say, uh, 70 gold pieces. Oh, I hate and it. I, and I smack Bart's butt, too. At the same time, yeah, so it's just little, from little. all. <laughs> Go ahead and make your uh, checks, uh, Bart. 
a nat 20, 25. Yes! And then the second one 17, so 25 plus... Bard. The Bard. One, 26. 26 on that. Okay, yeah, I can, uh, we can cut a special deal for that. Hey! How much are you talking? Oh, 70, I guess? Yeah. That's not what we figured out. Uh, I know y'all can help yourselves to, uh, some of my salt lick samples. Uh, and he points on the counter, there's a bowl of, uh, small salt lick stone samples. These are from the natural salt deposits of the Morbane. I just did my damage. I got 10 damage. Oh. Um, is there benefits to these salt things? Oh, well, first of all, they're delicious. Second of all, they can really exfoliate your skin. Ooh. And those are free. Oh, yeah. Help yourself. They're, they're samples. All right. I take one. Yep. I guess I'll take one, too. There you go. And I'll, lick it. I'll take yeah. one and along with the robe. It's dirty. <laughs> right, so, uh, Kyborg and Bart are both wearing robes, right? Yes. Yeah, and it's, mine is dragging on the floor behind me. <laughs> he says, uh, you two, enjoy your salt lick stones. Wait here. I'm going to go back with uh, the two little ones and uh, help them out with the halo therapy. Does Maximus consider mud a medium one? Okay. Yeah, I'd go with that. Okay, okay. Actually, I'm curious. What's the height of giants? Uh, hill giants, they're they're really big. So, you know, in D&D perspective, you all are considered medium creatures. Giants are, they have their own class called even Huge me? Giant. Whoa. Yeah, you're also a medium creature. So they would be like even bigger than large. Like it's just absolutely massive. We are in a very uh, abnormally large building to us. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was just trying to mentally create the scale. Yeah, of hill giants are, let's say, between 16 and 17 feet tall. So twice my height. Yeah. So again, if we moved into this town and got like a studio apartment. All right, so Maximus uh, leads Kyborg and Bart into the back to partake in your halo therapy. Uh, you know, he uh, uh, lights some uh, some incense and, uh, you know, pours some liquids over some hot stones and says, here, just sit in this room for a bit. He puts on some ambient music. You know, I gotta say, I, I like this place. Yeah. I like this arc. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gonna experience a lot of fun little uh, things. What's fantasy Enya? What is that? <laughs> what would that be called? It's just Enya. Enya is fantasy. I'll come back to get you all out in just a minute. Take your time. <laughs> uh, he leaves you two alone and comes back out to uh, see if Mud or uh, Gum Gum need anything. Mud's uh, showing Gum Gum his ability to juggle the salt rocks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> few minutes pass, y'all who partake in the treatment fully relax and rejuvenate and Maximus comes in after a while uh, and leads you all out of the rejuvenation room. I ate the cucumbers that were on my eyes. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. Kyborg, you feel really healthy and you feel like, uh, you metagame wise, you, re- you gain resistance to psychic damage for a little while, Ooh. Kyborg. It's kind of helpful. Uh, Bart. Uh, while being like the entire campaign. I'll, I'll let you know. Bart, you gain uh, resistance to necrotic damage for a while. Necrotic damage. All right, well, I guess it's time for me to hold up my end of the deal. If you want to get into the Shrine of Algerok here in town, you need to carry a large algae-covered stone inside. I don't suppose you know where we could get a large algae-covered stone. That would be sufficient for this sacrifice. Well, I know Baked knows all about stones. Uh, have you, I don't know if you've met him yet. He's got a shop over uh, here in town. Oh, oh we oh. met Baked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, me and uh, Kyborg high five. <laughs> <laughs> Baked, unfortunately, didn't seem like they had that much information on the waterfall. Are you sure Baked is the one that would know where the stones are? Whenever I have a stone question, I ask Baked. Uh, but, I mean, algae-covered stone, you should be able to find those just about anywhere. Is okay. the, Does the stone need to be anything special in particular? Or, like nah, you're saying, it's something outside? any oh, mundane right. algae-covered Then stone. let's go find a stone, a my stone. chaps. Okay. Covered in algae. Yes. I'm fine proceeding to the waterfall, but if you guys wanted to see the other shop, 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 shop. I mean, shop. we should, we should, we should check out the right path. All right. You see, that path leads up to a boisterous building, reeking of ale. 
uh, and outside is a sign that reads Slayin's Dragon. Slayin's Dragon. And then when you walk up to the building itself, uh, on the door is a sign that reads, everyone is welcome, everyone always cheers. Oh, I like that. I think we're in fantasy answer. Uh, all right, I approach the door and then I and I cheer. I go, "Wee!" I'm welcome. <laughs> okay, you open a large stone door to a dimly lit lobby with several mirrors and a few racks of various clothing. Sitting behind a counter in the center of the lobby is a tall, curvaceous triant, half troll, half giant. Oh, triant! Wearing a velvet crushed dress, shimmering between different shades of green. Bart uh, uh, scooches in past everybody. <laughs> And goes, hello, Molly. <laughs> oh, hi, folks. I'm your host, Slaying Goblins. Two questions before I let you all in. Who is welcome inside and how often do you cheer inside? Everyone's Everyone. welcome. And we cheer all the time. <laughs> all right. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. I like the vibes here. Might I say, your dress is, is mighty beautiful. Almost as beautiful as the lady wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, that's part of it. Bart's going. Slay <laughs> <laughs> uh, so says, "Oh, thank you. You're so kind. We like to do our best here at Slay and Dragon." What do you sell here? We sell fun here. Oh, I would uh. like Bart. <laughs> <laughs> this here's a, a bar and theater, so yeah, you can have as much fun as you want here. What uh, what movies you play in? This is a uh, more of like a performance theater, not any kind of moving picture. So y'all can. Feel free to get uh, dolled up with the clothes racks behind you. Whatever helps you express your truest self. I'm here to help. Otherwise, when you're ready, just let me know and I'll let you all inside. Oh, what's your name, my fair lady? Slayin. Slayin. Slayin, uh, where's the, the, the gentleman uh, companion of yours? Is he around as well? I don't assume. Of course, of course. Gentleman companion. Well, I don't necessarily need one of those now, do I? Absolutely. You don't need no man. That's right. That's right, Bart. You're gonna, you're gonna knock this out. You're gonna perform your butt off. I think Bart might be barking up the wrong tree. No, 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 no. Is that because she's so tall? Yeah. Is oh, I'll let you. I'll let you figure this out on your own. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get subtext. Okay. I don't understand what's. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so we're before we get all gussied up. Um, we do have a question. We're trying to get through to the shrine. Which I Alderock Shrine, I know the word. And we know that we have to have a mossy rock to get to the waterfall. Is there any chance you have a read on where we get a nice algae covered rock? You can probably find one out by the shrine itself. Okay. However, that being said, you need to be careful when you go into the shrine. It is guarded. Bye. I'll let you know if you perform uh, (laughs) inside uh, the slaying dragon. You got it. All right. Are we now we're putting on some stuff. Are we doing that to participate in something or to witness something? If you want to know what's guarding the shrine, you have to uh, perform. Oh, I is, am ready. This is a weird town that is just completely based upon tricking people into buying their wares. Bart is already holding his loot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. It doesn't cost anything to get dolled up and perform. Uh, Bard's always dolled up and ready to perform, baby. Kybor does drag. Kybor does drag. <laughs> yeah, there's, I mean, all kinds of clothes, accessories, makeup, whatever you want uh, on the racks. Makeover montage. Makeover da, montage. Da, da, da. Uh, yeah, so uh, Kyborg decides to dress and drag. Does yes. anyone else have any specific uh, direction they want to get dressed up in? Uh, Bart would like to... Is there a curling wand here? There's all kinds of devices to do whatever you want to your hair, and there's also an assortment of wigs as well. Curling wand has a different like definition in a fantasy <laughs> D&D, D&D yeah. place. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Bart's hair is already curly, but he uses the curling wand to define his curls ever so perfectly mm -hmm. uh, and puts on a little rouge on his cheeks oh, nice. and a, just a little bit of glitter on his eyelids. Oh, sparkly. Yeah, he wants, to, he wants to shine from far away. And some highlighter, of course, on his cheekbones. Gum Gum sees the sparkly and is like, ooh, and tries, it sparkles his entire stuff up. Oh, just like all, like the all over. Like <laughs> you take like the entire thing and just like <laughs> yeah. pour it and he rub it all over that. you. Yeah. Look at me, I'm magic. You're a magical fairy, Gum Gum. You remind me Beautiful. of this vampire I once met. <laughs> what about you, Mud? I'm waiting for Kyborg. He, he went drag. I'm a drag. Okay, but well, what's your specifics? My name is Proteina Shakira. <laughs> That is a deep cut. Uh, my cut has named uh, Gum Gum Glam Glam. Glam Glam. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a wrestler, too. While Mud does like the drag element of it all, Mud already turns into anything he wants. So Mud turns into an Aurochs. Oh! Um, Olé. And kind of nudges up against, I guess, against uh, Gum Gum and gets a little bit of the glitter, just a little bit on the cheeks. Of, a, of the Aurochs. Nice. I like uh, it. You look, you, look, you look really nice, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Bart's being pulled in multiple directions <laughs> now. Bart's sweating. Uh, Slayin asks, are you are you all ready? Yeah. Sure. Slayin pulls back the curtain to reveal a lively tavern furnished with candlelit dining booths and tables. They're all encircling a smooth stone stage in the center draped with green velvet curtains. The tavern is packed with folks of every shape and size, and they're all currently cheering on a young giant dancing on the stage to live music being played in the corner. The giant does a backflip and lands doing the splits. Slain immediately claps and cheers for the dancing giant. A voice from behind the band shouts, let's hear it for Sabotage K. Woo! Uh, and Slain asks you all, uh, anything to drink I can get you folks? I think we're just ready to perform, right? Oh, performance <laughs> straight to the stage. Unless you have anything magic. <laughs> magic. The magic comes from all within all of us. Yes. Glam, glam. <laughs> We're drinking pee. <laughs> Bart, get on stage and go right. And, wait, hold on. <laughs> Barb almost just walked right past. Did that. not register that he said pee. <laughs> no, 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 go, 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 go. Slap it out of his hand. <laughs> You've been doing so good lately. <laughs> Gross. Uh, people tell us all the time they listen to this show with their kids. Could, could Bart walk right up to the microphone? Like, is the stage clear now? Uh, performer uh, Sabotage K has uh, walked off the stage. So it is empty if you wanted to just go straight there. Bart walks up to the stage onto my phone and brings his team up and goes, Are you ready to Algerock? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts cheering. Mud starts stomping with his hooves on the floor to a beat. Oh, nice. And Gum Gum gets out his drum drum. <laughs> Forgot have you that. have that. And starts banging along. Nice. Kyborg does an insane dance mixed with acrobatics and is just dancing to the music that everyone's playing for the yeah, crowd. What about you, uh, Bart? Bart's playing his lute. Ooh. All right. Everyone make a performance check. And singing, of course. Oh, and singing. Ooh. That's 20. <laughs> 20. Wow. 21. 14. It's an eight, but I don't know if I have any luckies left. Hold on. It's about to roll <laughs> a lucky on dancing. I can't let this slide. I don't think I have Maybe it's an electric slide. I'm imagining Kyber is like Esmeralda from the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Just like a bunch of little like jingles and stuff like that. Like This is, I think, a great example of why you need to stop burning your luckies so quickly is right now you are furiously trying to go through your character sheet to see if you have one, but you don't. I have no luckies. And you 
He rolls a what? Spank my butt. I think it's a, I think it's <laughs> I'm a an Orox. <laughs> I am an Orox. I ain't got Hoof nothing. me. Hoof my butt. <laughs> I can't. All right. So, Gum Gum, you rolled a 20. Something about the spirit of the room really, like, channels through you and through your hands. And you play the drums like you've never played them before. You feel uh, like you're on a whole other level. Kyborg, it's not your best dance. Uh, <laughs> uh, you keep bumping into people on the stage up there with you. And it's uh, it's not going great. It's an acrobatics thing, though. So, you want me to roll for acrobatics? No, you're performing. Uh, Bart, uh, the, despite Kyborg bumping into you every now and then, uh, you, you're playing the loot like, I mean, this is like second nature for you. You know, you know, this loot inside and out. Uh, and Mud's uh, rhythmic Orox hooves are stomping in perfect time on the stage. And everyone in the crowd begins cheering wildly for everyone who was performing. Could I take out my pan flute and start playing that at the same time as well? Whoa, Whoa yeah. Do I need to do another performance? Sure, do it. 17. That's really good. You hear, whoa, everyone starts gasping in the crowd. Then uh, you all finish in a crescendo and every, the crowd goes wild. Everyone's just cheering for you guys. Yay! And they're they're throwing money at us, right? <laughs> no, there is no money. <laughs> I want to do a double backflip that lands in the splits. I want to I want to top the previous performer. Make a performance check. Shirts on acrobats. Performance check. <laughs> Fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a minus 16. Two. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you land it perfectly. You stick yes, it. Yes, yes. Redemption. Slayin uh, comes up on stage and says, oh, everyone, let's give a, ha- a big hand to, what do y'all call yourselves? The Algerox. The Algerox. Everybody, yay. Slayin says, oh, you all did a fantastic job up there. Congratulations. Do you all practice? Do you all travel and do shows like this often? Surprisingly, every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> More than you would think. <laughs> Oh, it shows. You all absolutely are welcome back anytime to perform. We uh, also murder. <laughs> Dad. Oh, is this on stage? Does the crowd this, immediately go silent? This is like an aside. Oh. This is Shelly and talking with you all. Uh, well, that's very impressive too, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a little scared now. One of my eyelashes is falling off at this point. Uh, yeah, Slayin begins uh, herding you all back out to the front. Here, why don't we uh, help you all get out of this? We need our information. Oh, right, of course. Uh, from what I hear, the Algerox Shrine is guarded by living stones. What do you mean by that? Like golems? That's, that's what I've heard, that the stones come alive oh. and guard the entrance. Are they on the... What side of the waterfall are they? The information I've heard is that once you enter the shrine, it is guarded by living stones. Okay, thank you. Yeah, let's let's head to the waterfall. I, th- I think we should just like, we should kind of shuffle away and then maybe leave Bart a moment to talk to... to... Uh, you know, yeah. I... Yeah, uh, let's, sure. Slaying, I just want to say, it's been a pleasure. And must I say, you're totally slaying in that outfit. <laughs> He well, slaps his suspenders. Are you haggling with Slayin? <laughs> he just wants to impress her. He's haggling for attention. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I bet you you say that in every town you uh, roll through and perform in. Oh, no, not at all. But it's rare to find a beauty such as yours. And I just want to say thank you for allowing us to perform on your wonderful stage and your wonderful place. Well, like I said, all of you, and especially you, uh, Bart, Bart, are welcome anytime back. He takes her hand and gives a little kiss. Oh, giant hand. Just like a little hand Just like the finger. Like just a finger. Uh, oh, such a romantic. Uh, get out of here, you charmer. He winks. 
and snaps. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> God, why is Bart almost dead? I just bumped Bart. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's head to the waterfall. Yeah, y'all, uh, with your newfound knowledge, you make your way northwest and eventually come upon a cluster of sizable stones covered in algae surrounding a roaring greenish waterfall. It looks to be pouring straight into the river of rapids you crossed earlier, which now appears far below you at the base of the hills. Uh, I say we all grab a stone. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Grab I'll grab a big moss stone. Sure. Yeah, there's plenty of uh, algae rocks, uh, algae-covered rocks to choose from here. And I go, last one in, it's a stinky rock. And I run and jump into the water. I forget that I'm wearing my ring because I did not remember I bought it. Because you forgot the last. Because I forgot minutes. the last 15 minutes. Oh, so then yeah. I run and jump and just like you ever seen people jump into an ice? Yeah, yeah. They, bounce. <laughs> they do like a cannonball <laughs> into it. Oh uh, yeah, hurt their tailbone. So the waterfall is across the water. Uh, it's like uh, it's at the like the mouth at the origin of the river. Like deep, we can't walk through. We need to like. Oh no, you can you can uh, you know with your knowledge you know that you can you know shimmy around on a ledge back okay. behind the waterfall. We do that. There is an algae-covered rock face here. Yeah, uh, I, I take one of my, I take my rock and I push it against that one. The algae begins to part and open up a pathway for you to go through. Uh, and inside is a circular cove with extremely high ceilings. The whole cove is shimmering like greenish crystal, with a small pool of water in the center. Uh, inside the pool is a pile of large algae-covered stones. Those uh, are the living stones. stones. Can I approach and put my rock on top of that pile of moss-covered stones? Yeah. Can I also do that and then kneel on my prayer pillow, which I have a, I have a prayer pillow. What? And then say, we come and offer to worship the spirit of rock, algae rock. That's pretty good. So that's what Kyborg and Gum Gum are doing. Uh, Mud and Bart. I guess. Uh, I, yeah. I guess I'll follow suit. Why yeah. not? I All right. Back away in prostration. Pros- you got it. Okay. There's prostation. Pros- no, <laughs> that's the other bad. That's the bad one. Is your prostate bad? What's wrong with the prostate? What are you saying? <laughs> prostration. Prostrate. He wants to prostrate. He wants to prostrate himself. Prostrate himself. Yes. It's oh. genuflexion. I've never yes. heard like a, that a, word a in my life. It's like a deep bow with like arms extended. Yeah. Oh, today I learned. There you go. Uh, yeah. Uh, you all place your stones in the pool and the four stones come to life, revealing four stone giants. They pick up large stones around them. They look like they're ready to hurl them at you all. Uh, and you hear them ask in booming gravelly voices, Who are you? From where did you come? Uh, I'm a Bramble Crack from the Bramble Cracks and the b- Bayou. What purpose do you serve? How do you know? Uh, uh, that was two questions. <laughs> <laughs> they asked you the first time also. Who are you? Oh. From where did you come? Seek to heal the. Uh, I, I, we seek to heal the king, Lord Lomish. Lord Lomish. Or he has been a- affected by the amnesia. We and we want to destroy Sludge, and we know this because of Shaman Seuss and other friends of this dwelling. I, I am a brother of yours. Behold my arm, Iron Golem. I, I am part of Iron Golem. Yeah, they're rock golems, right? They're rock. Stone. Stone, stone giants. giants. Stone, stone giant. golems? Or stone, giants. stone giants. Different thing? Yes. I take that last part back. We might be <laughs> distant relatives. I'm sorry. I just like that you're yelling they, at them. They, they, they actually focus a little bit on you there, Kyborg. Oh. And they ask, what makes you, you? Have you ever wished you were someone else? My experiences make me, and I would not change who I am for the world. <laughs> the stone-faced giants look at each other for a moment, then turn back to face you all. A word of wisdom. Speak plainly if you wish to live. The four giants jump into the pool with a deafening splash, 
The pool quakes, ripples, and begins to bubble with green foam until a crystalline monolith shoots up out of the pool, glowing emerald green. It towers high over you, nearly touching the ceiling, and with each passing second appears to be getting larger. No, wait, not larger, it's getting closer. Uh. The Emerald Tower falls forward straight toward you all and lands with a loud smash. Smash? Smash. Did it, like, break at all? We'll have to find out in the next episode oh. of Tales from the Sticky Dragon. Man. I think, uh, I think we handled that well. Y'all, y'all, y'all were fun. It was, it was a good episode. It's a fun episode. Yeah. I always like whenever we encounter like a magical being of anything, we're always like, hello, yes, <laughs> I have come in peace. We also speak like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode. Woo-hoo. Check out our merch. Yeah, we got Smarsh's King shirt. Oh, oh yeah. Everybody, everybody was crazy about the finale. I saw a lot of people in the subreddit happy about how the finale last arc worked out and they like the inclusion of Smarsh. Yeah, get some get some Smarsh's King merch and also join our subreddit, uh, reddit.com slash r slash stinky dragon podcast and also uh, tweet at us using hashtag stinky dragon pod. Or Instagram. You should really follow our Stinky Dragon accounts right now on social because we're about to be posting some really cool (gasps) supplemental video content. Something very cool. We're all fasting, talking faster because we're trying to wrap this up, but we we keep going. Bye.